0: You're listening to Podhaven. Ooh, that's as good as a gooseberry. So Thunhead Snout has declared vengeance. Ah. Uh
1: yeah. Thought it was thought, dealt with. No, I thought I thought Astrid shot shot A him. lot. Yeah. Yeah, I shot, yeah, I shot, yeah, I shot them all with that my gun. That did happen. With my gun. Yeah, there was, there was a bit where Astrid was shooting real quiet, and one of them didn't realise they were being shot for a minute. Yeah. But then they yeah. all got shot, and then Granny Pengus took the bodies, so I thought they were gone.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Thunhead Snout has reemerged, A survivor from the Indie Skaven podcast, as listeners may remember, mm. uh, has declared his intent to seek vengeance against us. Uh, for that incident. Oh. Uh, Whether because Astrid actually did kill any of them or just for the indignity that was suffered, I don't know. Uh, The awkward thing about this is, uh, well, the worrying thing is, all the bodies were taken by the Pengus Void, so we can't really treat any of them as confirmed kills. Oh, yeah. So we may have to prepare ourselves for the eventuality that all of them survived the attack. I mean, let's be honest, the bullets weren't terribly effective against Malcolm Soundsbury.
1: He just went I home mean, and ate a plate of chips. It's true.
2: You make a very <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, and
1: also, um, yeah, the bullets didn't really affect General Worthers either, did they? Well, General Worthers is sort of largely
0: bulletproof. It's
1: one yeah, of the horrifying
0: I mean, things about him.
1: I, d- I, don't, I don't think that Malcolm Soundsbury is... Bulletproof no, he's decidedly
0: unbulletproof. He was bleeding a lot. He said so before he d- declared his intent to eat a plate of
1: chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So this this is actually the first time something that Granny Pegasus has taken apart from some of the crows that we've seen. Yep, again. It's taken
0: a contingent
1: of pilfered crows. Uh, um, this is the first time a non-crow entity has has re-emerged, reemerged from the Pengus Void. void. Yeah.
0: That's what's concerning me about this incident, because I'm slightly worried that this act may represent Granny Pengus having officially declared war on the Indie Haven podcast. Well, she has been to am- be an
1: eventful 2018, isn't
0: yeah, it? She's been amassing forces for a while now. And I'm slightly concerned that
2: they're all gonna come into play or Might of a as well call it twenty Granny Pengers Death Squad teen. Yeah, like who hasn't she taken? You know, sometimes I sit down and I listen to this podcast and I think How did we get here? <laughs> a series of
0: decisions.
2: That a series, it's, that a series is, every, of, that is all of our a faults. A series of. I think it, it happened. Uh, a series of minor deviations and little jokey threads that yeah, I said. And it's all, it's and, all just uh, that, culminated. That in, happened, and I said, yeah, that's right, yeah, let's see where this goes. And yeah. now, I. And now there's an it's, army on our doorstep. So I have, feel like I've been sta- been in stasis for three years and I've just woken up and, like, the necromorphs are here and they're killing everyone and I don't know how we
0: got yeah. here. <laughs> in many ways, you've wrought this.
2: I mean... So it's not I mean, I really have. I want to I really make have. perfectly clear. I, and it's technically... I'm technically um, fully responsible for this podcast as the editor-in-chief of Indie Haven. Yeah, so, so you deal with it, please. I sort of fucked
1: myself, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not our fault
2: for. I've let the mythos run, run wild and I've not I've not kept up
1: with it.
0: Yeah, you've let it go horribly wrong and now we're going to have a bad
1: time with the Yeah, the lots thing is more. that, like, all of the things that happened were real and not fake, so, like. Well, yeah, this podcast is a documentary. Yeah. In many ways.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Indie Haven podcast, the podcast for all things indie. Uh, Welcome, everyone. That's
1: never been a tagline that we've used I'm ever. adding it now. <laughs> 20, 2018. <laughs> 2018 is 2018 the year 18. of. 2018 of tagline.
2: is the year of the <laughs> podcast tagline matching
1: the website tagline. Alright. Uh, it's 2018. It's 2018. That's brilliant. Intr- I'm Melody Connie. I'm the host. Uh, introduce yourselves. I'm Josh Rivers and I'm Astrid Johnson. Well, it's 2018. Go. We've we've got to make some addendums. Got to, to make the, to, yeah, to the there's record. some
0: po- important admin that needs to be done mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah. Listeners important may recall admin. last episode on Josh's deep thoughts, we had a lovely shark time. It ter- yeah, it, was it turned shark-ness. into to be honest just a quite a pleasant conversation about sharks that took up the entire segment. I yeah. didn't. E- I didn't even need to bring up Chad Wimsy's Shark Time.
1: Yeah, uh, we had Gundam Tanaka from Danganronpa. Yeah, T- he, hand- he handed there.
0: me a piece of paper.
1: I think he got shot at the end. I don't know, but he's probably.
0: I don't right. think he was caught in the cross. He he leapt out the window and kicked a guy off his bicycle and just left.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Kicked him in the throat. I'm still annoyed with you, Astrid, for shooting Malcolm Soundsbury after he protected us. How do you think Malcolm Soundsbury feels? Dead. Yeah. No, he's alive. He's fine. He oh. ate some chips. Um, yeah. In any case, we bit. talked <laughs> about sharks. a bit, didn't he? Yeah. We got some shark. We got some shark knowledge.
0: Yeah. Jim uh, uh, bit back. Yeah, we... <coughs>
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We asked Jim Sterling. I sent him a message on Facebook to ask what his best shark was. Yep. He, re- he replied to me. He mm-hmm. replied. He said, "Hammerhead, naturally." Yeah. Uh now, now see,
0: knowing what we know now,
1: that's kind of a shame. Yeah. Knowing uh, what we know about hammerhead sharks. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> I just said I just said to him, "Thank you for taking part in our very important uh, survey." Yeah. And I didn't I didn't tell him I didn't tell him the thing about hammerheads because, like, I let 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 him have this. Yeah. Just let him have this shark.
0: Let him live in blissful shark ignorance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I got another addendum to the to the the shark Ooh. the shark talk and this is um now I have no recollection of if I actually talked about this shark at all, but I think I did. I will recall the shark if you have. Uh It's the The, the Buzzsaw Shark. I don't recall you mentioning a buzzsaw shark. It was the one with like the real twisty um, the mouth that twists round. The twisty old mouth. Uh, I am I'm gonna. It's the one that's extinct, and uh, I don't know whether I did, but I think I brought brought up this picture of what it might look like. Oh yeah, the the Final Fantasy shark. Yeah. The squealing okay. shark. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember, yeah, we did talk about it. Well, it's like it's it got got a turns out for a chin. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is though, it I uh was watching uh some YouTube videos about sharks, right? Mm. Uh, the popular video yes. hosting site. Videos yeah, uh, for your entertainment. It was on It was on the PBS Eons channel. It turns out that that image, yeah, is an inaccurate representation of the shark. I'm not tremendously surprised. That that was what their initial uh, reaction was to the shark. Yeah. But it it's much more likely that the shark actually looked like this. Okay. Is that loaded for you? Oh. I'm waiting and for what, the
0: shark to happen?
1: What what it did, is it it would just kind of use its its like single row of bottom huh. mouth teeth and just kind of slice things up into its gummy maw.
2: <laughs> oh no!
1: And that's a significantly <laughs> Please different. Please never shark.
2: say that word again.
0: Oh, is that is is he eating cuttlefish or squid there?
1: Yeah, he is. He's eating some kind of um some sort some of squiggle. Kind of, yeah. Sea squiggler. Yeah, some kind of tently guy. T- Tentacled friend. Yeah, um but yeah, the the thing is they like, they just had like a, a twisty a twisty tooth fossil and when they they saw it they were like this has got to be a shark with this, just is, this whole This is definitely the bottom jaw of a shark now, please. Thanks. Except that it was. It was the bottom drawer of
0: a shark. It was, and they were right it, was just, about that. it was just a worse shark. It, yeah, it was, just a
1: much, it was just a much more practical but less interesting shark. So that's the... Um, Alright. That's the addendum. Well, welcome to 2018, the year of
0: shark disappointment. Yeah.
2: Everyone stop. Okay. I just got a very important email that could change the course of this website. Oh. oh. New Year's week sale, 5,000 visitors to your website bonus. Oh my god. Uh. All we need to do is give them money and it will make us famous, apparently.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's excellent. Um. I. I recently have been assured that I'm getting a bunch of money from my um my Nigerian granddad, who apparently exists. Despite oh, nice. the fact I know, I know both of my grandads, but apparently I got a Nigerian one as well somehow. That's cool. Uh and we uh, I had to, on offer. I had to yeah. send like I had to send like all of my money, but I'm gonna get a couple million in return. That's when they damn goods release and what we could do out.
2: is we use a bit of that and we make indiehaven famous again.
1: Yeah, we we make indiehaven.com great again. Mm. Brilliant. Video games. Steam. Steam Steam awards, yeah? Steam awards. Okay. Steam awards happened. Great. Uh Last episode, when we recorded it, it was the first day of the Seam Awards. This one, Seam Awards are over. Yeah. Uh, Who won? Was it me or not? uh, Lots of people won. Okay. Uh, Two two of those people were Cuphead. Alright. And, like, gonna talk about it in a sec, but I'm just gonna say... But uh, because Witcher three won one of the awards, mm. yeah. Uh, on Gamespot, the image they've used for the article about it is Geralt naked in the bath, with his big his big wet feet out well, at that's you.
2: because it's the best in- image on the internet. Yeah, yeah, any
1: excuse to use
0: that, really. I wholeheartedly. Yeah, speaking of, when
2: I went so on thirsty for Geralt and his stinky bath feet.
1: Yeah. Uh, like uh, I went on PC Gamer because their article had more information yeah. than um than that one did and it came up with a thing telling me not to block adverts and the image behind the don't block the adverts for their, their thing is Geralt in the bath with his big wet stinky feet out of here
2: Hang on, I just need to check something. We might be onto something here Alright I'm going to go to videogamer.com, which is a very good website. Well, uh-huh. shit. They've got... They don't normally have a header image, but they have one now. And you know what it is? It's Garrett and the bath with the stinky feet oh. out. That's fun.
1: There you go. It's I'm sh- ubiquitous. Sure. Yeah, I'm
2: sure that... Uh... Let me just check... Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Polygon. Right. I'm gonna go to. I'm, I'm on Polygon. Oh
1: yeah. hey, I'm We're on down. Polygon too. If and you it's that to, picture.
2: Go to the jobs at Vox Media.
1: At the bottom... Yeah, I'm there. And there it is. It's Garrett. It's in the bath. that picture, but the thing is that they've actually they've they've um, replaced
2: Garrett's face with the face of Griffin McElroy.
1: Yeah, which is exactly what I was about to say because it's true.
2: Yeah, yeah. I but it's like a really poorly photoshopped um, uh, capture from that one video where he ate a whole banana with the skin on it still. Yeah, so that one that made him famous.
1: Part of the banana's in his mouth still, but they've just not put the rest of it on. So it's just like he's he's got a a yellow bit in his mouth. Yeah. Um so that's fun uh, I bet that Doug Cockle wanks over it all the time that picture I bet he's Smashing. like I bet he's like looking at it and he's like those are my stinky feet oh.
2: L- what L- now L- L- you L- L- piece L- of L- filth you can't be doing this you know I'm friends with Doug <laughs> yeah you can't be doing this
1: you can't be doing don't... this L.A.D. he 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 teaches that no he don't know more and suddenly has he? No. he stop he um he
2: he le- he left in august to go back into the industry
1: okay all right well in any case in any case that means that I'm not gonna see him. I just dropped my uh, pop filter. I just knocked it with my hand because I was fiddling give us about some, with it. Give us some peas and T's. Yeah, uh, papa. Um I'm not going to see him, so that means that I can walk around wearing my T-shirt that says "Doug Cockle wanks over a picture of Geralt's stinky wet bath feet." Please do not. Wow, you got do that printed
2: quickly. Please do not do this. Please do not <laughs> do. Uh, I actually yes. have it on a flag. I've got I've got no.
0: that statement printed out on a flag.
2: No, and I've yeah, got I it up on idiotic. this sort
0: of like standard but I'm and I'm just no. waving it around in the middle of the street.
1: Yeah, I I have I've paid part of um part of well basically I've told this guy I know that I'm going to pay him part of that money that mm, I've got from my Nigerian grandad prints. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah i've I've told him I'm gonna pay him, and what he's doing is he's flying a plane about the world and he's doing that thing where they draw stuff in the sky and he's writing out that sentence in the sky and playing stuff over all of the world's capitals yeah Aww. yeah like like you can look at it, and there's Big Ben in front of it, and there's the Eiffel Tower, and there's, you know, and there's all the of lighthouse. the stuff that gets destroyed in disaster movies, yeah, and it's all got. Doug Cockle ranks over Geralt, sinky bath buff, wet bath feet, just written over so it. So, it's It's
2: got Pornhub search terms written on it.
1: Yeah, basically, in the sky mm. above.
2: I do actually also areas. have another
0: standard with a flag on it that just says Pornhub search terms, and I've got that in the other hand. Okay. I... I'm just waving them both around, screaming, Hear
1: ye, hear ye, in the middle of town yeah you're literally recording this in the middle of town right now right now it's i'm
0: It's amazing that I'm not picking up background chatter to be honest I mean it is ten o'clock at night it's ten o'clock at night but yeah arguably still, not the best time for me to be out doing this but uh, even not still, the most like, traffic the,
2: the quality of your audio despite all of this is um is very impressive, considering how um, minimal of budget we have as a website, and when I say budget, I mean nothing.
0: You act like the website yeah. paid for any of my equipment, Astrid. <laughs> I've had this stuff before I've been here. I'm a knowledge boy. I, I know
1: how to get things. Don't you worry. <laughs> so the <laughs> theme Award winners were revealed. That's a secret. Yes. Uh, I don't know that. Uh... So, we'll, we'll go through the winners. We'll look at um, how many of the indie games won it. Because yeah. a, a fair few did. A fair few did. Well, there uh, we go. Very upset about one of the awards. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, so, the winners were, for the Choices Master Award, um, Witcher 3 won. Uh, uh-huh. And that... We talked about that award. It was explained. It was yeah, already that, fairly that was the match, one of the right. ones
0: that we knew what it was.
1: Yeah. Uh. Uh. Mum, spaghetti. That award was yep. won by Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So that's that's an indie game. There. All right. What was that uh, award for again? This award, the description for the award was: There are games that make you excited. There are games that make you happy. Then there are games so intense that they elicit a physical reaction. We're talking weak knees. We're talking sweaty palms. We're talking fear-induced accidents. We're talking your friends reminding you to breathe. We're talking about mum's spaghetti. That's, that's the description that Steam did for the award, and player unknowns Battlegrounds won it. Fair enough. I can see that. If you want. <laughs> so, next one is uh, Labour of Love. Uh, yeah. And the winner of that one was Warframe, which has been okay. getting picking up a lot of extra popularity towards the end of the year and for a game that's been out for so long that is impressive and the award the labour of love award uh, the description is this game has been out for a while the team is well past the first unveiling of their creative baby but being the good parents they are these devs continue to nurture and support their creation this game to this day is still getting new content after all these years Mm. so like yeah I, I get that Mm-hmm. Warframe Warframe has been something that I've been hearing about for a very, very long time.
2: I played it back in the
1: very early days, but it's changed a lot since then. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I can see that. The only the only issue here is that I can't find any articles that give me all of the um the potential winners for all of them.
2: That's rude.
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm going to look through a couple, because I'd like to, um... I'd like to see what else could have won. Oh, I found one. I've got one. Uh, comicbook.com, which is not a website I've ever heard of before. Uh... Uh, has one that doesn't have the descriptions of the awards, but does have all of the contenders. Well, there you go. So, for the, the choices Matter Award, Witcher 3 was my choice for it. Um... Other ones were Divinity Original Sin Two, Life is Strange: Before the Storm, Walking Dead: New Frontier, and Dishonored Two. So I think Witcher Three was definitely the best one at those. Mm-hmm. For Mum Spaghetti, the um, the other ones apart from Player Unknown's Battlegrounds were Outlast Two, Resident Evil Seven, Evil Within Two, and Alien Isolation. Yeah. So I think we we based our assessment of what that award would mean based on the games that were in it, and we were a little yeah. bit off. Because we we were just we just said about it being scary stuff.
0: Well, that's that's <coughs> what happens when you're doing an awards and don't tell
1: anybody what the <laughs> bloody awards mean. Yeah, it's true. You make a very good point. Uh, Labor of Love. Um, the other ones were Team Fortress Two, which I'm glad didn't win. Because okay. it yeah. uh, hats hats yeah they put some hats in it and they've made you they pay more money for nothing. Uh, Titan Quest Anniversary Edition which are, mm-hmm. um, Path of Exile and Crusader Kings 2 those were the other ones on the Labour of Love so Warframe is the one that I've heard the most about it getting new content so mm. I can see why that won alright uh, okay so the next one was Suspension of Disbelief which is a uh, Rocket League won that one in the end okay uh, I can kind of see that yeah that's it. yeah if you remember, the other the other contenders were Saints Row Four, Goat Simulator, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, and Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. Mm-hmm. So, if I wanted any to win, it would have been Rocket League or Wolfenstein Two. Yeah, Rocket League funny. it's good because that's an indie game. Yeah. Um, so it becomes relevant. Yeah. Uh, the um, the description for that award was basically what we said it would be it's just saying yeah. that it has a game has ridiculous elements but while playing it you don't even bat an eye because it makes total sense in the moment which is basically what we surmised yeah uh, next award is the world is grim enough. let's all just get along um, Stardew Valley won it so another okay, yeah. another indie game but in this case only one of them wasn't an indie game. Mm-hmm. Which is, um... City Skylines isn't an indie game, right? Don't think or, so, no. Or have I, f- have I remembered that wrong? do you know about things? Just repeat the things you just said that you need me to <laughs> confirm. Is City Skylines not an indie game? Hmm...
2: I can Google it d- I, d- I I I I want to say I want to say, um, no, it's not. It's um, it's a AAA game. Uh, it's Par-
1: Paradox Interactive. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, so the chances were on that one that an indie game is going to win, and that makes sense for an award that's about a non-combat. That's about game? not shooting everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um. So, yeah, Saji Valley won it. I can see that. Yeah. Um. It says it says on the uh, the description that um they decided to make this an award because it's been a rough twenty seventeen for a lot of people, of which sure. is true. Uh. The No Apologies Award, which is one that we had trouble working out what it was, because the the options were Rust, Mountain Blade Warband, Honey Pop, Gothic 2, and The Witcher. And what we came up with was just... ...porny stuff. Yep, yeah. That was the only connection we could work out. Uh, we were wrong. Oh. Uh. The description is, this award is for a game that you love unconditionally... Does it have some faults? Maybe. Do other people not understand your love for it? Sure, but make no mistake. There is no guilt here, only pleasure. Uh, and the winner of that award was The, the Witcher. The of The
0: Witcher 3. Huh? Oh, this is the first Witcher? Yeah, first that Witcher. Witcher Enhanced sense. Edition.
1: That's fair. The next one was Defy's Description, which was... um, Which was, again, that's basically all the description you need to work out what the award is yeah. Uh, ironically yeah. <laughs> I am a bit upset about the actual winner, everything on this one was an indie game mm-hmm. yeah. uh, um, I really wanted Doki Doki Literature Club to win, that mm-hmm. is the one day when I didn't get a chance to get on Steam and vote, so uh, I never even sucks. got to vote for it and it didn't win uh other ones were Anti Chamber, Pony Island, Stanley Paramount, and Gary's Mod, and Gary's Mod won it. And honestly I think that Gary's Mod is probably the least deserving of that award out of all of those. Yeah. Because like Gary's Mod is good, but like it's but, fairly like, not easy to describe. Anyway qualified yeah. for that award. Yeah, it's just it's
2: yeah, Gary's mod is very it's, easy to describe. It's, the, it's it's the source engine, but there's loads of fucky shit going on.
1: Yeah, that's it. There's all of those other games, I think, much better represent the actual award. Award. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. So I was a bit upset about that because any of those, apart from Gary's mod, I would have been happy with. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, but yeah, in any case. Mm. The public vote did it again. God mm. Democracy. <laughs> the next one is Cry Havoc and Let's Slip the Dogs of War, which is one we couldn't work out before. Uh, the, um, the options were Just Cause 3, Total War Warhammer 2, Broforce, Red Faction Guerrilla, and Middle Earth Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. And we just we just said that it's probably something that's a bit fighty, isn't it? Probably a bit. Uh the description is the Bard said it best. This game doesn't necessarily offer the biggest explosion, it offers something better. Potential. Potential to be a rampaging force of nature. Or not. Who knows? You're an agent of chaos and no one is going to tell you what to do. Who won it? Uh just cause three. Yeah, that makes a
2: lot of sense that, for makes that
1: sense, description. Yeah. yeah. Like um, the the one I'm very glad didn't win that is Middle Earth Shadow of War. Oh
2: yeah, fuck. Because that, that game.
1: game, that game could have been something that I'd say um. Could be yeah. an option for that, except for the fact that it's so heavily watered down in terms of what you can do, to fit in for the loot box economy. Yeah, well they can't make it too fucking they satisfying push, 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 push,
2: to play, can they?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, I'm uh, in full agreement on that one. So, ju- Just Cause Three. I'm glad that one won out of those. Red Faction would have been cool. Broforce is the only indie game on that list. Yeah. Uh, next one is Haunts My Dreams Award. Um, this is one we couldn't work out as well properly. Uh, yeah. The options are Dota 2, Dark Souls 3, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Factorio, and Sid Meier's Civilization VI. Um, we just thought it's a game you'd play a lot, and that basically was it. Uh, okay. The description is, this award is a, is slightly a misnomer because the game doesn't just haunt your dreams. It consumes your thoughts every waking moment of the day. This game doesn't demand your time. You give it willingly. Uh, and the winner was Counter-Strike Global Offensive alright yeah like okay fine yeah <laughs> I That's voted the problem Dark Souls 3 with all of 3. these like being po- popular vote
0: stuff I'm not interested in the majority of these games
1: yeah Dark Souls 3 is the only game that I've actually spent any amount of time on but it's it was not all right. like a it's- definitely preferred it to
0: the first one
1: yeah, yeah. I like... Two's my favourite still, but... Mm. Um, I remember finishing
0: the first Dark Souls, actually, si- since since I've brought it up now, after going through all of the... Let's be honest, bullshit. Like, people yeah. say it's fair, but then I just think back to the bit where you've got to walk up a bloody banister half the length of your own dick, and, like,
1: people well, people are hurling javelins oh, that, at you that, that ones, knock you back. That- is an awful bit of the game. The game can be very fair, but then sometimes they do things yeah, like that. Yeah, except when it's not. And <laughs> yeah. I don't really think you can use that as a defence, Elodie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not. I'm
0: not. And then you've got to w- walk on this like equally small ledge
1: while the same knights are fighting you, and it's like why... Uh, and quite a, quite a lot of the weapons will actually, the animation will swing you off the ledge if you're not really careful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was, and you have th- to fight past, past of... the guy. You can't like walk yeah. past him because there's not enough ledge. It's there's just a, bad a lot of bit. bullshit in that game. And don't get me wrong, there's a fair bit of bullshit in Dark Souls three
0: too. But like, I got to the end of Dark Souls one, and the end the ending is like right, basically
1: you just
0: catch fire.
1: Or you walk out into a room And there's some yeah, snakes
0: or, or you leave <laughs> Yeah, Those are the two end. And I got that ending It just went to the credit sequence And then just booted me right back to the beginning of the game With not a word of fucking explanation And I, it was um, the first time I have ever
1: Just turned off a games console In utter disgust Oh for me it was the opposite experience I was like oh shit Because I accidentally walked out I was like I want to get the good one I want to get the one where you do the thing. Uh, it's so I not just, worth it. I just restarted the game, played through the entire thing again, and saw that ending. So it's I played not, Dark you Souls.
0: You just catch fire. Yeah, I've played and Dark Souls. Nothing changes.
1: I've played Dark Souls one twice, uh, like straight away in a row. Played How? Dark Souls because I, I liked it. Just it has some bullshit, but I liked it. Uh, I don't understand the words that you're saying. <laughs> played Dark Souls 2 twice, because I played it all through... That one I never played. I played it all through on the original version, and then got the Scholar of the First Sin um, Redux version of it, and played through yeah. that as well. Uh, liked that a lot. Like Scholar of the First Sin best. And then I played through Dark Souls 3 three times for some reason. I only played through it the once. Actually, no. I think I played through it four times, maybe. Because, um... Uh, I got really good at doing it easily and quick. So yeah. the first time took me like 60 hours. My New Game Plus took me like... um uh 16 hours. And then I played another New Game Plus for some reason. And then yeah. because I was on New Game Plus Plus, I couldn't do the DLC because it was too hard. So I had that. to start with a new character just to do that and I somehow managed to finish the game in 10 hours with a new character because I'd just gotten I just found I just knew how to do all of the things
2: Yeah.
1: in any case we got distracted yeah that's um, indie yeah. games, indie <laughs> games. <laughs> no, no indie games in that one I don't think, wait is Factorio an indie game?
2: yes Factorio is an indie game
1: okay Factorio is an indie game it didn't win, CSGO won Dark Souls 3 is the only one there that I have played in any great amount and I did play it a lot so I understand why it's there but it's also uh eh. <laughs> yeah don't really care yeah uh the the next award this is another one I'm a bit upset about the results for yeah and this is uh Soul of Vitruvius which we had no fucking clue uh yeah. the Entrance were near Automata, Rides of the Tomb Raider, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, I Am Bread, and Bayonetta. Yeah. Uh, can't think of a single connection there. The Vitruvian Man was Leonardo's celebration of the ideal form, and in that spirit, we look to celebrate the game with the most lovingly rendered character, be it human, alien, anthropomorphic cat ah. people, or even a piece of produce. So obviously. We were thrown off by Iron Bread. Iron Bread shouldn't yeah. have been in there. It's obviously been put in as a joke. Perfect bread. Because
2: it's Bread.
1: Yeah. Uh, bayonetta bread. Bayonetta character's alright. It's better than it has any right to be, but I wouldn't, like, say that. I've never played Nier Automata, so I can't say. Hellblade. I really want to play Nier Automata. Same. It didn't go on sale on the Steam sale. Mm. I'm pissed. Mm. Uh, Hellblade should have won it. By far. Uh mm-hmm. Rise of the Tomb Raider did win it. Mm hmm. So like it's I'd say it's probably one of the more one of the better options out of that list for the award, but yeah. Hellblade should have won it. Alright. Um not played any of the other games, I don't think except Bayonetta, obviously. i played Bayonetta, I played a bit of Iron Bread never been
0: bread in my whole bloody life have
1: I I've not played Rise of the Tomb Raider but I've like seen enough bits of it that I I can see why that would be nominated yeah uh the next award was whoa dude 2.0 alright uh the options were Hotline Miami Luna Antichamber again so Antichamber was the second one that had um, two nominations we said yeah. it was only Cuphead last time but Antichamber was nominated twice on uh, the next ones, CPU Invaders and The Evil Within 2 uh, we 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 basically just said um, trophy Games Trippy Games TM that's basically what it was the winner was Evil Within 2 I have no absolutely idea absolutely no idea I don't, e- don't even know what it is to be honest. What well, the evil within too? Yeah. Well, the evil
2: within was that like huge, um, like big hyped up horror game that was being made. I know me. what
0: it is. I just wasn't even particularly aware that the second one was out.
2: Oh yeah, no, <coughs> the second one is apparently like better than the first one. All right. Which is good. Apparently, it's like I'm, hap- a, I've I'm seen happy a lot to take people people's word solid for that. A eight, 8.5 out of 10. It's not an indie game though, is it? It's not an indie game though. It's not an indie game, though.
1: So it's the not only one on the So time. we're legally move prohibited on, from on, playing it. Move on. It.
2: It's the indie. Indie Haven podcasts.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, every single other one on the Well do, 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 do. Award was an indie game. <laughs>
2: That's right then.
1: So Evil Within beat all the indie games.
2: Well, well that the Steam can die in a fire.
1: Same. I think it already has. Yeah. <laughs> the next award is Best Soundtrack. Yeah. What won uh, it?
2: What won it? Was it an indie well, game?
1: Well, uh, the indie options game. were Nier uh, Automata, which is another one that had two two nominations. Yeah, it's
0: actually more commonplace than we were making
1: it out to be to get <laughs> <Yeah>. two nominations. <laughs> Crypt of the Necrodancer, oh, Undertale. Oh, yes. That's an
2: indie game. Good. Cuphead oh, yes. and yes, Transistor. One. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
1: Cuphead won it. Uh, Cuphead's an indie uh, game. Okay. I have not heard any of the soundtrack of it at I've all. I've heard a bit I don't it. remember it like any of it them. It sounds
2: like the soundtracks of old timey cartoons. So I'm them.
1: sad Undertale didn't win because yeah, that's Undertale one my soundtrack is soundtrack of my favourite soundtracks. the best soundtrack.
2: Time. So, fuck Cuphead. It's um, <laughs> <is laughs> <Fuckhead>. racist. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard <laughs> people say that. So, yeah, Cuphead's
1: racist. <laughs> Um, um even the last award is even better than I expected. What is it? Right. Uh well, the options were Assassin's Creed Origins, Cuphead, Call of Duty, World War Two, Hollow Knight and Sonic Mania. Sonic only Mania... one of only one of which I think really fits into that category, apart from maybe Cuphead, Sonic Mania is the only one that like Call of Duty World War 2 definitely doesn't deserve to be in there. Remind me the name. No. Can
2: you say the name of the audience?
1: again? Uh even better than I expected. Yeah. Um Cuphead won it again. Cuphead won both of them won uh, the ones. Then, of course, sense. it did. It's Cuphead. Isn't that it?
2: makes sense. And also, Sonic Mania isn't an indie game, and be our website indie. So Cuphead, good. That's good. Uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, for
1: we us. talked about Dark Souls. for us. You a bit. Suddenly yeah. Well, Cuphead I'm now. trying
2: to make. I'm trying to bring us back on topic because you talked <laughs> yeah, about well. Dark Souls for 15 minutes on an indie game podcast. We, it wasn't 15 minutes. I it was, was looking like like at the time. Five. What? <laughs> it was like ten, maybe. <laughs> it, was a, it was a period of time.
1: It was a period, okay.
2: No, it was a period uh, of so. time. Yeah. Th- there was a full sentence there. All
1: right. Anyway, that's fine. I want
2: to talk. Uh, is that all the awards.
1: That's all the awards. Cool. I'm sad that um, I'm sad about some of them. Yeah, some of them. 10. I'm happy about. I'm sad that some that no of them are games. Ever- well, that's rather an extensive uh, sort some, of. Some some of them I'm um, entirely. Um, ambivalent amb- about. Ambivalent about. Witcher. You've really Witcher, run the gamut there, haven't you? Which which have won two of them. Yep. And uh, um, which is an
2: indie game.
1: Um, S- which is an indie game and Geralt's Geralt's big stinky feet. Uh, big goodbye, stinky happy birthday. We did I it. Swear indie Steam Awards. Not, the mystery's finally solved. Yes, we've done it. let talk about
2: a video <laughs> game. A okay. video game So oh i I got I got I got a cheeky switch for Christmas. Oh and I've
1: been wanting to a uh, switch. The which cheeky- kind? Because a cheeky switch could be also be Yeah. Uh,
2: the cheeky Nintendo Switch video game console. Okay, that's fine. right. But that one where is of those. it now? With the neon controllers, it looks real fancy. And I wanted to play some indie games on it because mm-hmm. it look it feels like it's like gonna be the perfect little indie machine for me. Hmm. And I really, well, I, for a couple of years, I've had this game on my radar, a little game called Battleship Brigade. Mm. And I got yeah. that video game because it's out on the Switch. Yeah. And I finally got around to playing it. Fuck mm-hmm. me, is that a good video game? Uh, it's a video game. Apparently, I'm the only only
1: person who has never heard of this. Let me talk to you about
2: about Chef Brigade. You know Iron Chef, the show.
1: I know, I know of Iron Chef. You know,
2: like Gordon Ramsay's cooking competitions. Gordon Ramsay's Shouty Kitchen. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay's Shouty Kitchen. Take that and make it into a video game, but all the contestants also have to go out into the wild and hack and slash hunt animals that they use as their ingredients.
1: Okay, and doesn't that's about... sound very vegetarian friendly for you me. You can actually get,
2: um, you can actually cook vegetarian recipes. They're also like plants. You can, you but you can have get... to go out and kill like a, a parsnip.
1: Yeah, basically. Like, so it, but is it vegetarian if the plant is sentient? I mean, it's not
2: vegan. Would eating a Venus flytrap make you a carnivore?
1: No, because a Venus flytrap isn't sentient. Yeah, it's, that it's same. It's, got... that,
2: it's that same sort of thing.
1: The plants don't is move,
2: they're, they're in the ground and they have. Well, like... Yeah, but if, is it different
0: if it's like an ant?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Are you a vegetarian if
0: you eat I an ant? I don't know. You're a vegetarian no it's just not vegan, because I... vegan's about consent.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to talk about brigade. my fighty chef game. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> I just wanted to talk <laughs> why are we talking about like, Ents? I don't know, what's got, some why somehow the game
0: itself is more Ents? nonsensical than the tangent we've gone on, so I honestly don't why know do- why we've bothered doing it.
2: Why? Ugh. Anyway, Battleship Brigade. Why
1: are we good, like, talking about Ents is definitely the episode anyway, title. Like,
2: like, like, yeah, Battleship Brigade's pretty cool, I guess.
1: Okay, what, what's it? What's it look like?
2: It's got, um, it. You know how, you know how Avatar: The Legend of Bang and the, and The Legend of Korra have that sort of uh, clearly um, Western produced but anime inspired art style. Yeah, it sort of looks like that, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: All Um
2: right. A little bit, um, a a fair bit more vibrant in its colour swatch is. Swatches in, in, in yeah. its range of colours. Um, its palette. Yeah, its and it's got it's got a really nice um, snappy animation. Um, that's the best word I can describe it right now. But uh-huh. you bait bait is really cool. You get given you get given an ingredient like a themed ingredient for this for this one-on-one chef battle that you're having. Yep. And then you you have a panel of judges from one to three judges, and each of those judges has like a different taste, like like a different element of cooking. And there are three elements in there are three elements in the um, in in the game, and so food can have fire qualities, earth qualities, and water
1: qualities. Okay, so it's a, it's a bit like Avatar there as kind well. Kind of,
2: yeah, kind of. So you. Have to produce dishes that contain the special ingredients uh, depending on the challenge, uh, and by to in order to cook these dishes, you need to go out into the wilderness, which is basically just like walking out the door from the kitchen, um, and yeah. you have like knives and magic to like two D platforming hack and slash attack like creatures and vegetables. Um, to collect them as ingredients uh combine combine their different ingredient elements in matching three pu- uh, like variations on matching three puzzles and condense these food essences down into really potent flavor crystals and serve them to the chef to try and get uh serve them to the judges to try and get like the highest score uh high mm-hmm. score than your opponent. It's really, really cool. There's a lot to exp- mm. like, it's a lot to explain, but once you sit down and play it, it all makes a lot of sense and it's quite simple. It's one of those ones. But I would highly recommend oh, right. it. It's very good. I've been really enjoying it's it. It's
0: something you need to kind of learn by doing. Yeah, I just really wanted to talk about it, you know. Go out there and fight. Get the water element crystals. Sadly. Serve up a wet
1: ant. Sadly. I do not have a switch. Well, you can get it on PC. <coughs> oh, can you? Mm. Oh, nice. Is it on? Is it on Steam? It's on Steam. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna look it up.
0: Uh, my brother also got a switch for Crimbo, Ooh. so I'm look. I'm looking forward to giving that one a look because it oh. sounds fascinating. That's good. I
1: it. really, really like that style. Doesn't it look that good? gorgeous and I like the main character's appearance a Absolutely. lot Absolutely, she's damn good
2: too also, um, so it technically counts as an indie game because that's just how this works uh, but it is yeah, uh, it it, published so it's an by indie Adult game. Swim which is interesting
1: oh, huh. oh there we are yeah fun I've knowledge. had it, it's now on my Steam wishlist
2: it's a lot of fun and um. you know what it is time for now? Uh, Josh's deep thoughts. Oh no, I'm yawning.
1: Josh's uh. deep thoughts.
0: Uh. You, you crapped up on me. Oh no. <laughs> uh. Uh. I'm yawning again. Ah. It's, it's a twofer. Oh, I look like a fool now. I keep talking in the middle of it, it's just dragging it out. Right, I've got oxygen now. Okay, let's do... Oh, I feel dizzy. Right. Uh, Josh's deep... <laughs> Josh's deep thoughts, okay? Now, as much as I'd like to have a nice congenial talk about some sort of aquatic creature like we did last time, I've run afoul of a problem. I... Yeah, it's an unusual problem. Uh, Unusual in as much as it's not specifically being inflicted upon me. Which is strange for him. Um. But here we go. Uh,
1: Wentworth Miller's frugal bugle. oh, Oh, Wentworth's back. It's been a minute. Went, it's been a hot minute hasn't it I'm, Wentworth I'm glad, Miller star of stage and screen glad to see he's um he's not been taken he's not been taken by the Penker's void
0: I can't think of a supernatural void uh, well, a void supernatural or otherwise that could contain Wentworth Miller who was in one of the Resident Evil films yeah Once once you've been in that like no horror on this earth can contain you could, what could it possibly do to you at that point? Put. Put. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I commend you for trying, at least. But, yeah. Wentworth Miller's Frugal Bugle. This takes effect uh, whenever he's in a shop of some kind. He might be buying milk. He might be buying dried apricots. He might be buying that. a scratch card do do the lottery if he wants
1: Mm. no wouldn't be
0: as as is his choice, as is his god given right he might be buying a pepper army and a box of matches
1: he might be buying a fruit winder (laughs) to be honest uh, a lot of these are very similar to what I do in a shop because I often like to buy pepper armies and set them on fire with a match the only one—it's one the latest craze. Yeah, the only one that's not really, not really hit on my buttons yet is the uh, the scratch card because uh, I gambling. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't take Wentworth as a gambling man. I thought he just kind of put a knife to someone to get their money. He
0: is a gambling man, although he don't play fair. I always that. thought
2: he sounded like a gambling man because he went to get his worth. Wentworth. And also
0: he just goes up to people and goes, Hmm. Yeah, so,
2: what
0: what happens? He's he's been Um, in a shop. He goes goes to the shop. Right. He goes up to the the person at the The checkout.
1: The shop man.
0: Yeah. Can't do this at self-service. That Um, shoppy boy. a A physical human... Sentient creature, right? And you'll see why. Uh, they say it, that'll be however much seven thirty-five to name, but one possible price for this winder that you got. For the fruit, a fruit winder maybe, and some milk, and a jade statue of a horse. Yeah, I, he's got a lot of them. Got, gets a lot of those. He's a, he's a bugger for them, right? They they tell him what it comes to, and at this point he will get out a bugle. You're aware of bugles, a bugle horn. Yes, is yeah. one of those. So, so, it, so not those not, not like voice.
1: a crisp. What? Oh not yeah, like...
0: those are crisps now, aren't they? But no, yeah. like like an instrument. Yeah. Right? The trumpet-like structure that constitutes a bugle and he will just like just go for it a single note he will hold it seemingly indefinitely like guy's got a set of pipes on him he can can bloody blow into that bugle till the cows come home yeah Like the the cows could leave again because they forgot something and then come back and he'd still be blowing that bloody bugle in the corner shop or in Asda or wherever he's doing his
1: shopping that day. Right? It's now saw him in a budgeons once.
0: Yeah, and he will continue to hold this note until they agree to lower the price.
2: Hmm.
0: Went hmm. with Miller's frugal bugle, you see. Does it say it's that a, on the it's side cost- of it? Well, that's the thing. He has, as of yet, not explained that that's his condition for stopping playing the bugle.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking uh, about
0: that. So I don't know if he's actually had any success in reducing costs in this way. He's left the shop, so clearly someone's backed down. Whether it's
1: him or the shopkeep, I can't say. I can't imagine him backing down, to be honest.
0: No, the the man has almost inhuman levels of just willpower, stamina and endurance that really make him the biggest threat of our generation. To Truly. to both me personally and apparently small businesses. Uh a
1: granny Pengus as well. It's debatable. Yeah, but
0: there's the whole Pengus situation, but I wouldn't worry about that for like at least at least another three episodes.
1: But no, nor Krobius. Nor Krobius. he's
0: not he's not a threat and I don't think he's very interested anyway. Yeah. I hear. In causing problems as long as you leave him alone. Yeah. And like maybe maybe like give him Give him, give him some money, and maybe just, stop stealing his crows. just You know, if you want, and then stop, stop stealing his crows. Like I heard that if you would like to, like, not steal his crows, and also like maybe buy, just buy him a Pepsi, that'd be appreciated. Hmm. So I hear.
2: What about? This is what just about conjecture a, on my
0: part. This is just rumors that I've
1: heard about him. What about a coke? Astrid just asked.
0: No, no, I don't want to f- uh I mean, he doesn't want a Coke. He's mostly a
1: Pepsi drinker. Same, actually. I, I'll yeah. share that with Crobius. I like a Pepsi.
0: Used, used to prefer Coke. Uh, since he moved to Coke Zero, uh, he finds Coke too sickly. Uh, I, like, with, a with it. A I like a Pepsi Max. With the sugar in it. A Pepsi Max is a good boy. Yeah. Crisp. Hmm. Refreshing. Uh-huh. For, for your life. And it's your good with... Where-
1: when you've been out on a walk and it's a bit warm, and you get back and you're like Percy yeah. Max, and you take it and you put it in your mouth, and you're like, oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. But that's what good. makes it difficult to
0: acquire is when Wentworth Miller's ahead of you in the queue, blowing his bloody bugle.
1: I should imagine.
2: Because
0: yeah, he, he wants he wants you to knock like two quid off of his grocery purchases.
1: Does it matter how much
0: you reduce it? I don't know. Like, did you just just name a new number, and if it gets him to stop blowing the horn, it's enough. Uh. I guess. I don't know how it works. I've never seen him successfully do it. I tend to just leave. I should yeah. stick it out one of these days. Just see if he actually has any success or just gets thrown out. Because that's another possibility. He may just have been removed from the premises. Hmm. And Worth then, sort of realizing that he really has nothing to gain anymore from continuing to blow the horn, just gone home. it's possible without his purchase? It is possible. But this leaves me with a deep concern because he's not going to stop doing this. No, of course not. You he's not going to explain what he's doing to any of the local businesses. Chances are, some of them might pick pick it up on their own. Hmm. I wouldn't bank on it. He's an obtuse man. Yeah, no not worth, worth holding hope. So, yeah, I've done this little, like, PSA.
2: Yeah.
0: Just this, announcing it on the Indy Haven podcast. I think we need to do more. Maybe put out some sort of flyer uh, in businesses in the area. Uh, just informing them that this is a thing they may have to adapt to. Uh just in every business because we don't know where he's going to do his shopping yeah of course Uh, although this might be his plan there's usually an end game to some of these that affects me in some way he might be getting me to waste my time printing out flyers to warn people about this thing that he's doing Mm -hmm. and then he'll just stop doing it because I've printed the flyers now and you know So there's no reason for him to continue doing it anymore and so not only will I have wasted my time printing these flowers to deal with his childish nonsense but I'll look like a bloody idiot because they're for a thing that isn't even happening anymore. That would
2: be... Maybe that's that's his plan.
0: I mean,
1: it seems ludicrous but in terms of plans Wentworth Miller would come up with it's plausible. I I mean, at the moment it doesn't seem like he's targeted you specifically yet so I think the... I think it's possible it, the, this is a more first, roundabout The
0: target. first time he's he, the first thing he ever did was to just stand over my bed accusing me silently of something. You don't just forget uh, something like that. I f- He's doing this is about me somehow.
1: Yeah, I, think I know that, that
0: sounds egotistical.
1: I think it's quite possible he's waiting for you to put some kind of sign up and then he's just got to stop right away. Yeah, I want
0: to be wrong but I feel like that's so really we need to warn businesses in such a way that he doesn't know we've done it I mean like at the same time though like if it gets him to stop if it gets him to stop I'm kind of willing to just take this as a loss on my part. Just take the hit. I mean... Because it's not just about me at this point.
1: I mean, to be fair, you're you're getting a lot less um, pain than he is getting joy from it. Like, he thinks that he's caused you some great distress a lot of the time when he's just vaguely inconvenienced you. Vaguely inconveniencing me? Mostly
0: just inconveniencing, like, service industry workers... Customer service. People working at supermarkets. uh, Clothes shops sometimes. Saw him in a branch of CEX once. Trying to buy, like, Daredevil on Blu ray. (laughs) I momentarily forgot all films.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They release
0: a Blu ray of Daredevil. And the one I landed on was. (laughs) They must have done us. What. I'm just telling you what I saw, Elodie. <laughs> okay, oh, that's fine. It's not for me to question. Might have been the Netflix series, I don't quite remember.
1: Alright. You just saw the word Daredevil. And... Just saw
0: the word Daredevil Wentworth Miller was there. And he had his bugle out, looking for, looking for a fight, frankly. I mean, we could also just warn all the businesses in the area. Um... Just in such a way that he doesn't really realize we've done it, so it, then it's at least established. Yeah, but like also one he... one, bu- one business will catch him out. We'll catch him out that one time, and it'll just ruin it for him.
1: Yeah, and that, it'll that... hopefully
0: discourage him. from he, he, he does
1: he doesn't like to continue something if if it doesn't go exactly. If he's been called the way he on yeah.
0: it. Yeah, he's a perfectionist. That's his thing. He wants this victory to be too perfect. And yeah. that's how we're going to get him. So we're probably going to have to... We'll print the flyers out first and foremost. And then I'm thinking, under cover of darkness... Right? H- hear me out. Under cover of darkness... Maybe we break into every place of business. Nearby. No, wait, I've got a better idea. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Elodie breaks into every place of business nearby. I am well known and, for doing that. So. And just plants a flyer on, like, leaves flyers behind the kiosk. Uh, I just just, just, gonna... just around, if there's like a, like a rack of flyers nearby as some places have, leave a couple in there. Uh...
1: Bob's your uncle. I don't, I don't All right, know. That's, maybe that's, that's maybe knock just over deep. a couple of shelves. That's Josh's Deep Thoughts. We solved the situation Cover we did it. We thought about it and we We've did it. We
0: solved it with like breaking and entering, which is my best solution to a problem. <gasps> Josh's Deep Thoughts. Tune in next time when something
2: else will happen and you'll love it. So here's the promo. Welcome to the Real Heroes Podcast with me, Astrid Johnson.
1: And me, your best friend, Elodie Cunningham. Where we bring in amazing guests to shine a light on the forgotten heroes of gaming. That's right, and also fruit. Yeah, that too. So come and check out the Real Heroes Podcast right here on Podhaven. Podhaven. So that was the promo, you did it. You did it, well... I that, I clapped. So that I could, um, proud of I could find thing. it and then I realized I could be clapping the promo. They did yeah. it. What
0: fun! It, it's it's what it's a double meaning. Yeah, you've added layers of depth to this.
1: So, so we're gonna do a different thing this time. Yeah, we're not gonna do our, um. We're not gonna do a recommendation per se. We're gonna do our top game of twenty seventeen. Yep,
0: because it's uh, the top,
1: first one of the new year. Top top indie game. To top get, to top picks. My, my top game is an indie game, so I can say that it's my. Oh, that's my helpful. Top. Yeah, it'd be kind of embarrassing if it wasn't. <laughs> um. So yeah, who wants to go first? Uh, I've actually got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Astra, do you want to go first? Yeah, it's you really do go first. I'm going to collect one. my thoughts. I'm going to name a
2: few that really stuck with me. One or two. Okay. One mm-hmm. that I really, 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 really enjoyed was Shadowrun Dragonfall. Mm hmm. Uh, it's. It was the second in um, Hairbrain Scream's uh, trio of Shadowrun tactical RPGs. And Mm -hmm. if you like cyberpunk, if you like tactical RPGs, if you like, like classic tactical RPGs with lots of plot and dialogue and tactics, funnily enough, then honestly, give this game a go. Give this game a go as soon as you possibly can, because it is such an experience, it's got fascinating characters, it's got a a brilliant way of weaving yourself and creating yourself as a character in a world through dialogue options and moral choices, and it's just so much fun, it's just a lot of fun, give it a go. Definitely give it a go. I'm told that Hong Kong is apparently even better, Shadow of Hong Kong, but I can't recommend that yet because I still need to play it. But get Shadow and Dragonfall. Maybe even get Shadow of One Returns, the first one. It doesn't matter which one you get, because they're all self contained stories. So Alright.
1: Yeah. So that last is that your best your best indie game of twenty seventeen that
2: That is one of my best indie games of twenty seventeen.
1: Alright. All right. No. Oh. Jo- Josh, have you got one. Have you got um... Right.
0: I've I've reconciled it. Cause. I don't really pick best things. Like I'm I'm the kind of person where like if I like it, I have real trouble putting it above or below other stuff that I like.
2: I deeply. Because often I
0: will like it the same amount for different reasons. Yes. Um. It, and it, it just seems unnecessary to me to sort of rank things. So, I'm gonna. Well, I'm, I've reconciled it by. I'm gonna give a couple of honourable mentions. Because I have eventually settled on one that I kind of want to insist people play more than others. But, I feel like it would be remiss of me not to also mention The Sexy Brutal. Mm hmm. Lovely game. Kind I, of. Go- I actually forgot that was this year.
1: Huh. But to be yeah. honest, so so did I. I, I am. Yeah, like it, a lot of stuff that came because it came out towards the
0: beginning of the year, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: I I was reminded about it. Um, yeah. Because it won a Gemquisition award. only obligatory mention. Oh, but ah,
0: it, we snuck one in. So, something funny. Well, we'd already mentioned it. Yeah, we have, but shock, we never said uh, addendums. We never yeah. said the 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 thing. Never said it was uh, obligatory because it came under a different like. Yeah, sexy, brutal people should give a look at. Oh, uh, I still need I would to. Def-
2: mm. Yes,
1: yes.
0: I would. I would be a fool, also, not I, to mention, yeah. uh, Lightfield. Oh yeah. Uh, although that's for slightly more, like, weird, potentially specific to me reasons, but like definitely, like, just give it, give it a look. Yeah. Because,
1: th- wow. I mean, but, that's, um, that. If I was doing my favorite YouTube videos of the year, that that your video about Lightfield would be up there. Oh,
2: thank you. It was you. pretty great. Yeah,
1: but
0: um, ah, oh, there was another one. Ah, oh, Million Onion Hotel. Uh uh-huh. Million Onion Hotel, notable for being a mobile game that I've actually played, which is <laughs> good. Um, uh, because mobile gaming is something that like I'd I'd like I like it in theory, but there. It's just a a shite, oceans <laughs> yeah. of shite, and and Million Onion Hotel just stands as a bastion of quality, and it's little onions and you tap them and they hum, ah, mm. uh, and it, it's just good. And I, it was it came at came at a time that I was really like craving a puzzle game as well, actually. So came in a good time. Tap the onions, find out how. The war's happened. Sweet as a mousse. And just appreciate life with onions. But... The big the big shout-out, and I suppose therefore my de facto game of 2017, kind of has to be Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice.
1: Ooh.
2: Mm. Yes.
0: Because, I mean, for all the stuff that game kind of gets wrong about Psychosis, and the more I think about it, it gets a lot wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just so important that that's a thing that exists that I can look at and play.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And
0: beyond beyond that, just the the sound design, and as I said at the time, the fact that it can come out looking like that.
2: Absolutely. Having
0: that level of production value. Like, not any especial visual glitches as far as I can work out. Like, some people clipped through a thing once and that's been about it. Like, we've not got... Certainly not got any Assassin's Creed level shite happening. Mm. Fucking preach. So it can in many ways come out to above the visual quality of a lot of AAA games. Launch at, like, half the typical AAA asking price with no launch day DLC, season passes microtransactions, fucking loot boxes and can like make its money back within three months and only need to sell half a million copies it's it's just so important that we've got a game that we can point to and be like right that happened absolutely buck your fucking ideas up Activision
2: and EA, and whoever's fucking doing it now. Better yet, this may lead to the downfall of both of those companies, and video games get (laughs) nationalised. With any luck, with any luck, that'll happen. But,
0: yeah, it's just... It's a good game. It's a game that... I believe I've told this story, but it's a game that made me realise that I really should have, like, taken psychology... In uni, instead of doing like cybernetics for the employability, because I'd have actually finished that course, and yeah. like it's just weird to think that if I'd come across a game like this just like a couple of years earlier, in my life could have gone in a completely different direction.
2: It's funny that. Well, maybe isn't it? not
0: completely different, because the jobs would still need to exist. But you know, ho hum.
2: It's funny that, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Mm. And that, and that's just like, that just marks it out as just a fundamental. Fundamentally important game. Whatever you think of it, it's it can't be denied that it was important. Absolutely. That's how I. That's how the game makes me feel, and so it kind of has to be my game of twenty seventeen. I think,
2: Elodie, you've talked about games.
1: No, I haven't yet.
2: That I think <laughs> you should talk about games.
1: Well, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have got. Uh, I've got. Number one, I've got a few runners up that I'm going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, My first, my first runner up will be Hellblade for all of the reasons that Mm -hmm. Josh has already said. Uh, I really enjoyed that game, and there were some polyp men in it. Polyps. I haven't stopped thinking about the polyp men. Uh, My second runner up um, would actually be ukulele. Which, wait. Do tell. I know that it wasn't. It wasn't the most critically. It was a very critically divisive game. Mm I. I think it did what it was trying to do near perfectly. I wouldn't say it's one of my favourite games ever, but I think it's one of the best realisations of what it was doing that it could have been. And I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh
1: but um my third runner up would have to be uh Hive Swap Act One, which I really enjoyed. I don't I don't know where the rest of that's gonna go, but everything that's been released of Hive Swap so far was fantastic. Mm. Um But my absolute number one top game of the year uh, both the rest of those a lot of them were um, just my top indie games of the year and there were non-indie stuff that I liked better than them mm-hmm. um, but my absolute top game of the year and top indie of the game of the year was Doki Doki Literature Club which ah, I still we go. I still cannot talk about that game <laughs> to any significant <laughs> degree because yeah. it like I can't even like say, spoiler warning here, yeah. I'll talk about it properly afterwards because you 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 guys haven't played it yet, have you? Yeah, I still need to you play it. My play boyfriend's it been sort of pestering me into playing that at some point, so I really need to do that. It's it's my absolute number one game of the year. I love it very much. I would kiss it <laughs> uh so that's that's my that's my game of the year. Alright.
0: It's been a lot of pretty decent games. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it. don't doesn't feel like it, 'cause I mean the latter half of the year's sort of had the stink of Battlefront 2 on it a bit too much. Can't gamble for gangans. You can't gamble for guns, and I will—I will fight anyone who tries. <laughs> Me too. Got a bit aggressive at the end. I've got to be honest; I don't know where that came from. But I—I apologise profusely. Is there any other things we want to talk about on this podcast that we do with words?
1: Uh, I think—I think it's probably time we yeah, tell I people where to find us on Pretty much done. Elodie. Yeah. Fucking hell. Elodie. Hi. Where Hi. the fuck are you on that net? That's weird, I've never gone first. Well, yeah, now this is, gonna... this
0: is unsettling and uncomfortable and I'm <laughs> I'm not sure how to deal
1: with it. Yeah, same. I'm I've been thrown off. You can mm. find me on Twitter at Listen things up. Find me on Twitter at KemiWords C H E M Y Words. Um where you can you can see me tweet for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, you can also find me on Patreon. Slash Gemi Words. Um, money. Thank you please. Uh, if you go on to. If you search on YouTube. For L.A.D. Cunningham. You can find my video stuff. And just recently I released. um The. Uh, uh, Gungan Watch. 2017. Roundup. Um, podcast on there. Uh mm-hmm. on which I was joined by the skunk pope and we talked about gungans for half an hour, so you can go listen to that for that's a minute. It's fun. Okay, uh, okay. And uh yeah, I wrote the music for this, you can find that at chemicalwordsmith.bank dot com and you can find all my other podcast stuff on Podhaven where you are now. Um and yeah, that's me. Astrid, do you want to go next? Well,
2: Elodie, thank you. I will. If you go to com, that's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com, you can find all my work. And that contains a variety of things. My work is an umbrella. Umbrella of a variety of different subjects, including communist-themed, comical, satirical video game features that are on that website freelance pieces about a variety of different topics that can be found primarily on Waypoint and gamesindustry.biz all well, of my IndieHaven content, which can also be found funnily enough at IndieHaven.com and includes this podcast right here that you're listening to with your ear holes and you can also find me on Twitter and JaffaMeister where I talk about stuff. You should talk to me too and I'm going to plug this thing because i I don't plug it too often here or many other places go on Facebook you go into that search bar and you search trans hammer one word gender sickle another word you'll come up with my meme page where I take old Soviet Union propaganda posters and make them about trans people that is a thing that you do it is a thing that I do and I'm very proud of it
1: oh yeah speaking of Facebook you you can go on Facebook and look for Bodhaven because we got one of those as well oh sweet yeah, and Twitter. Get on that then. Uh, Josh, you're you're rounding us out for once this time.
0: Yeah, I'm going last this time. We're really the only ones who've swapped round. Nothing's changed for Astrid.
2: Yeah, you've really oh, yeah. just
0: brought this on the rest of us.
2: <laughs> that was my intention
0: there were never any consequences for you oh I know,
2: I know, it was entirely it was entirely maniacal and devious. slightly sociopathic
0: devious, i tell you you can find me on twitter at JamTyrant, where you can see me doing all my lovely tweets just as soon as I get back you can find me on youtube the abominable showman putting up videos of gaming related stuff probably just as soon as I get back to that and of course, you could find me doing stuff on Indiehaven. Stuff like this, this very podcast that you're listening to in your ears right now on Podhaven and whatnot. And look at my videos, please. There have only been two you. out so far. Third one still in the works about Hellblade. It's a bloody long one. But if I'm being. Like, without wishing to sound like a dick, I think this might be the best thing I've ever produced.
1: Um, I'm really excited. I don't excited. know it's just
0: because I have more fun, fun talking about this, but like at the risk of sounding like a total wanker,
1: be- better, I think this is going to be-, be pretty good better, <laughs> for a minute. Better than our podcast, eh? Better
0: than. Oh, definitely. No. I hate podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, in all honesty, though, there's nothing wrong with being especially excited and proud of work that you're producing, and from how much... Yes, mine... there is, and I shall be forever, <laughs> until I die. Well, fine, I guess. <laughs> Thank you very but much. But, if this is your opinion on the piece of work you're currently working on, based on w- how much I've enjoyed your video content, I think I'm very excited for your... Working on now. Well, there we go. A- A- Astrid, Astrid Johnson, Ast- prospective Ast- seal Astrid, of approval.
1: Astrid, yes. Astrid, do you like my videos?
2: I like your videos, Elodie. They're Thanks. very, very. They're very wholesome and great.
1: Thanks.
2: And they I like room. yours. Thank you. We all make good videos. We
1: all we did hate it. podcasts. Bunch of
0: fucking sycophants. Is- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so Josh, do you want do you want to give us some advice?
0: Good old advice from the fruity mage of the sands. Oh. And he's here with us today. Oh. I guess. Would you like to tell them? Oh, oh, hello, I'm Nigel Soundsbury. I'm the fruity mage of the sands. I I stabbed the last one. I'm Nigel Soundsbury. Uh I come from Swindon, (laughs) and I like fish. On my dinner plate, me and my brother Malcolm, we go down fish and chip shop. Every weekend, I get fish, he gets chips. Jesus Christ, what a pair of characters we are. Supporting the fish and chips shop industry between the two of us, now and for all time. Oh Amen. I'm gonna go now, I'm Nigel Soundsbury. Bye. Well, that was
2: fun. I mean, he didn't really give us any advice, but I feel like he did. He just
1: he Ta-da. Did, it was just
2: it was just l- laced between the words. It was the sub- you got to read between the lines. It was you got to read advice. between
0: the lines with the Soundsbury
1: Brothers.
2: Anyway, goodbye everyone.
1: Yeah, goodbye. bye. That okay. we did a podcast. Happy 2018. Have fucks. good time if you want. Fuck. Uh I'm so tired.
2: Thanks for listening to Podhaven. You know,
0: you know, I don't know how I do these sometimes... Or how I sleep at night afterwards.